I hope you enjoyed the first part of the show. Now for the second half with Dr. Bryant Speaks. So we talked about the state of California and the disabled veteran business enterprise. So shifting gears a little bit, Jeff, how is your company acquired the GSA certification at the federal level? Um, is that something you guys acquired or looking into? Where are you guys on that? Yeah, we I, I've looked at it because I actually have a, a number of DVB partners that I've talked to and their DVBs in other regions or at the federal level. Um, I've been approached by it because I used to work for Homeland Security years ago when I first got out of the Marine Corps and when I left MCI WorldCom um, after they went bankrupt. I, I, I worked on a project for Homeland Security and I was approached about, hey, you know, why don't you do this? You have a TS clearance, you have, you know, the Disabled Veteran Business and, uh, uh, Certifications and all that. So why, why not do that? And um, for me, I think right now it's about a quality of life. I don't need to expand into those other markets. So I think that's probably the biggest reason I haven't done it yet. It's not to say that I wouldn't in the future because there are things that um, are on the horizon that I could see, you know, surrounding states to California may have an interest in our services and our capabilities. So if that's if that ends up being um, something that I want to tap into, then I would probably go apply for the federal uh, version of DBBE um, and, uh, you know, GSA, SBA, all those. Um, because what that does is that it then sort of gives you a blanket certification to go into other states and other right. markets say, okay, well, I'm already registered as a disabled vet at the federal level. Now I can tap into other markets. I, I have a, a friend of mine who's a big staffing DBBE, and he he basically can staff in all 50 states in, in the union, which is pretty impressive for him. And he does it at a very high clip. I mean, hundreds, if not thousands of staff uh, that he's placed across the state at any given time. And so I, I take a lot of uh, pride and learn from him too. I mean, it's pretty cool to see him be able to do that. And he does it from the, the, the comfort of his own home, especially in the middle of a pandemic. So, um, but the guy's trustworthy. He's got a good Rolodex. Um, he's got the work ethic that you and I strive for. And so I appreciate um, his capabilities in doing that. It, it, it makes me think about it. I mean, it definitely, you know, I got plenty of work here in California, but you know, <laughs> if, if I'm ever ready for more, I know the path forward. So it's pretty exciting. Well, your work extends past your professional life, so I appreciate that because I want to talk about that a little bit more because you have done well in your business and you touched base on a few things that you're also involved with. So obviously you proved to know your craft in the tech industry and in the surrounding fields, but talk about how you've been giving back and talk about the nonprofit you're a part of. Yeah, so I'm actually chairman of the board of Patriots Honor. That's a little logo right here. <laughs> uh, I had a, we're on camera, so I had to figure it out. Um, Patriots Honor is an organization that was started, um, you know, probably six, seven years ago here in the Northern California area, um, with a sort of a simple. It was started by um, two veterans um, from the Air Force who themselves, um, you know, saw a disabled vet trying to play golf, and it got them thinking, you know, like. They, they asked him, they just started chatting him up and then saying, hey, you know, what could make your life a little easier? What could make things better? Or what could make golf more fun? Or, you know, any number of different things. They were just kind of picking his brain. And, you know, you know this, veterans, we're very proud people, right? We tend to not ask for help, irregardless of whatever injuries or, or disabilities we have. We, we take a lot of pride in just trying to figure it out on our own. Um, but I think, you know, for us, um, we wanted to figure out a way to give back to vets that, you know, may just have something that might make things a little easier, right? And that could be different for every single person. It really, really is, right? Um, you know, when we work with certain amputee veterans, they may have a desire to get back into a, 
uh, a hobby or a skill that they used to do when they were able-bodied and they had all their, their limbs. And we work with folks to figure out if there's a way to reintroduce them into that, right? Uh, one of the first vets we worked with, um, Josh, he, he used to ride motorcycles before um, he stepped on the landmine and lost his legs. And uh, we worked with a bike manufacturer in SoCal, developed, uh, acquired a trike, a three-wheeler, and completely modified it for his, his injuries. And now he rides it whenever he wants, right? And so that was something that we were able to do. And we do it through a lot of different funding sources, mostly through golf tournaments that we do up and down the state. Uh, but uh, we also can do it through a different, um, you know, uh, things that like uh, there's these wine and beer things that, that exist up and down the state. We find that we definitely are more of a beer crowd uh, when it comes to raising raising money. Uh, <laughs> That's the military for you. You know, we, we work with all sorts, all, all parties. Um, but yeah, we, the hardest part is finding candidates, right? Because nobody's coming to us going, hey, I need help. So usually the things that we have to do is we have to go find really good veteran candidates and say, okay, um, we know you're prideful. We know you're not coming here asking for your handout, but what might just, and so we just, we, we, we query them about, you know, what might make things a little easier. We, have, we found a vet in SoCal with burns, 80% of his body covered, right? And uh, he got through his depression and, his, and processes his PTSD by working out. But working out for him in a public gym setting tends to be a little uncomfortable because he's in, he's got scars all over his body. So he wanted to develop a home gym. Well, Home Depot heard about what we were doing with him. We were gonna build him a little home gym in his backyard. Home Depot stepped in and said, we'll cover the labor and all of the equipment uh, and, and we'll make it bigger. And so because that happened, he was then able to work with other vets from the VA that he was working with that were burn victims who were also a little insecure about working out in the gym in public, come to his place and now work out, right? So uh, it, it's just really cool to kind of see the pay it forward mentality that we all have, right? Veterans love helping each other, right? And That's true. You know, just two weeks ago, I, I finally heard from a vet that I helped get into a program in Texas because he was wanting to hurt himself, right? And he was in a really dark place and it was his mother of all people that actually reached out to me because she knew I was a Marine, she was a customer. She's in Tulare County out in the middle of the sticks. She reached out to me at a corporate event. You talk about networking, right? We're at one of those corporate events that I tend to go to quite a bit. And she she opened up and she told me, she said, I'm really fearful for him. I'm worried about him. I said, well, I'm a Marine, give him my number. And he called me and we talked and he was on the edge. He was wanting to hurt himself. He got into a program through uh, another group that I know. Um, he just finished his one year it's a pretty strict program. There's no telecommunications. It's all paper, right? If you want to write home to friends or family, you got to write it on paper. There is no Facebook or Instagram or any of that crap. You're locked down. And because they're trying to break you out of the, the depression and the stigma that you're experiencing. And so I just heard from him and uh, it was real simple. It was a text message. Hey, I just got my phone back. I want to thank you. This is the best decision I ever made because I was really going to probably kill myself and you saved my life. And I wow. thank you, my family thanks you. And it was that simple. It was just a little paragraph on text and it just made me feel so good, man. Cause that's really, wow. really uh, we don't want anybody hurt. We don't want anybody, you know, hurting themselves because they're in a weak moment. I've been there, I felt weak, right? I've, I've wanted to not tell others cause I don't want them to worry about me or worry about, you know, my dark days. And uh, I'm, I'm a man, I'll figure it out, right? There's all that pride stuff that kicks in. Right. But sometimes all we gotta do is just ask for help. And I'm so thankful that him and his mom, you know, reached out and, and he's gotten the help he wants. And now he's paying it forward. He's going to go back to that camp as a counselor. He's going to work Wonderful. for them full time uh, for the coming years uh, because it's therapeutic for him. But now he's also going to get to pay it forward, which is great. 
Wow, that's amazing, Chad. Thank you for the story. That's absolutely amazing. I wish we can actually keep going and going. I know you're you do this all day. <laughs> I should have made a special show episode just for this and extend this. But um, I understand running a personal business uh, is no easy task. And every penny you earn is based on your own performance. And I know we have listeners out there struggling with this and it could be nerve wracking. So the rewards are can be fulfilling despite that. So before we leave, what type of guidance are you open to say to those that are listening or just not sure about starting their business? Well, here's what I got to say. Find something that you're passionate about and, and see it through, right? You're going to stumble. You're going to fail. You're going to have hiccups. But the reality is you got to keep fighting for it, right? You know better than anybody what your brand is, what your passion is, what you're good at. And that will that will come through. Um, it, it, you're going to need to you're going to need to get lucky, too. You're going to need to be willing to ask for help. You're going to need to be willing to uh, put the effort in. But I, I don't think any veteran that I've ever really come across doesn't have a work ethic in them inherently, right? So, um, you know, we all went through boot camp. We all went through the, our careers that we went through. Some of us are combat veterans, some of us aren't. But, you know, the reality is we've all experienced something where we had to lean on someone else. So don't be afraid of that. Because I think a lot of people when they're starting a business think they got to do it all themselves. The reality is someone else has already done it before and has really good insight into how to how to succeed in whatever industry you're attempting to to penetrate and get into so don't be afraid to reach out to others and peers in your community to say how did you do it what short what pitfalls can you help me navigate to mm. not make those you know uh those 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 mistakes myself um acknowledge that you're gonna have them and that's okay too and then see it through right just see it through have a plan be be diligent and and focused um, and just not be afraid to ask for help. Because I think, you know, any any success that I, I've had uh, wasn't wasn't just me alone, right? It's the people that I work with, it's the mentors I've had in my career, in my personal life, um, and it's my hard work, right? So it's it's a, it's a combination of a lot of different things. So just uh, you know, don't don't be afraid to to you know try to help ask others for help and how to navigate because that's gonna think be the first big one. Once you acknowledge that you're not perfect and that you can't do it all by yourself and you get past that hump, the next the next hurdle will be, okay, taking those really good advice and that mentorship that I got and applying it and, and, and being successful. Wow, great advice. And speaking of acknowledgement, I wanna thank you again, Chad, appreciate it. President of HSB Solutions and Executive VP for Enterprise Networking Solutions Incorporated. You are truly an inspiration, my friend. Oh, thank, thank you. Sir. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining me. And if you want to know more about Patriots Honor, please go to their website at patriotshonor.org. Feel free to go in there, check your upcoming events, or at least make contact. And for our listeners, if you have any follow-up questions or comments pertaining to this or any other podcast, please go to any of my social media platforms at drbryanspeaks.com. And now, if there are no other topics at this time, be blessed and know that I'm speaking to you. But more importantly, someone is always listening and that someone is not just me. So take care and be safe. You're listening to drbryanspeaks.com. I hope you enjoyed the show. 
please visit Dr. Bryant's website, drbryantspeaks.com. Also, visit his social media platforms, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube, all titled drbryantspeaks.com. 